0: I just came by to stir your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly.
1: We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters because we're all perfectly imperfect. And welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. I am, of course, Scene. And I'm Regina. I always try to match you
0: <laughs> and the energy that you throw out there.
1: Because you're expecting me to sing, right? She always
0: throws curve balls. I always have to watch her. Not today! In the eye. Not today! <laughs> so, what's going on with your life? Oh man, my life has been crazy the past couple of weeks. It's been super hectic. And I've just been meeting with so many inspirational women. <gasps> I think it was one of those things where I asked for it. And you know, in The Alchemist, when they talk about how if you really want something, the universe will conspire in helping you get there. I've been having a lot of those moments lately where I feel like I asked to meet people and I asked for a sign to help guide me and let me know that I'm moving in the right direction. And oh boy, did I sure get it. I've been meeting with so many people, even one of them was actually a girl that I knew in high school. She just suddenly reached out and was like, hey, I'm back in New York, let's hang out and... We just bonded over so many things. We had so many of the same passions and ideas. And uh, it's just been so inspiring to be surrounded by all these women who have the same idea and goals as Mm -hmm. I do. Maybe just because choosing media was always such an untraditional path that even though my friends were always super supportive, they're always like, yeah, you can do it. They don't
1: like really understand.
0: Yeah. And they don't really know how to help me. While I'm super thankful for their support, I also would like some guidance. And that's when I started seeking all these other female content creators. And so it's just been a very, very rewarding experience, which actually also kind of seamlessly for once (laughs) leads into our topic for today, which is spreading yourself too thin. Ah. Because I think that while I am super excited to be meeting all of these incredible women and feeling super inspired and super motivated, I am also feeling super exhausted and run down because I'm taking so many meetings and I'm taking so many calls. It's been so go, go, go that I haven't even had time to really process everything. I'm just saying yes to everything because I don't want to be the person that says no. And so this weekend, actually, I feel like I'm just going to give myself a moment to Recover, regroup, taking that time to myself to do the things that I need to do in order to be successful. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. You get so lost in what you have to do and what's expected of you, uh, just trying to do everything all at once. How do you make time for everything and find balance? I feel like balance is like the key word nowadays, and it's mm-hmm. like, is it possible to find balance? And what are our stories in terms of what we learned about spreading ourselves too thin and? How do you stop and still work towards achieving your goals and doing what you want to do? It's kind of like the whole not working harder is working smarter. So how do we tie all that in with what we're doing now with our lives?
0: Yeah, it's so easy to just get caught up in everything, Mm -hmm. like balancing work or school, balancing our social life, balancing ourselves. And yes, those are only three categories, but each of them takes so much time.
1: Yeah, yeah, because there's so many things that come with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've always kind of been that way. You are a very big social butterfly and you travel, and then you're also working full time and starting your career even just lately. I mean, it was just your birthday not too long ago, too. Yeah. So can you like tell us more about how these past couple of weeks especially have made you feel? Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about this a lot.
0: And that's why I knew I needed to talk about this topic. I've always been a yes person, always wanting to hang out with everyone, always wanting to please everyone, be there for everything, all while doing all the things that I personally want to do, which is a huge ask. Mm -hmm. And I think that for so long and still I struggle with this is the feeling that I'm invincible and that I can do everything Mm -hmm. because I look at everything else that everyone else is doing and I combine that into one person in my head. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to be that one person who's doing all of those things. And so I say yes to the dinner. I say yes to the brunch. I say yes to the event that they're throwing. I say yes to that other networking event. And then I end up being pulled in all these different directions and it's exhausting (laughs) as much of a social butterfly as I am I also really appreciate those times when I can be by myself and really have that opportunity to self-reflect on what I'm doing but I don't have time to do that if I'm constantly going out and doing other things and so one of the things that I really struggle with is consistency where I will completely overbook my schedule to the point that it's so full that every single day I have something going on and I don't have time to for myself and then I get so overworked so worn out that I don't want to go out or do anything or see anyone for like a month mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. have these like ups and downs and when I'm doing a lot I'm like oh okay I'm really really busy but I get really exhausted and I feel like I'm not getting enough sleep. But then when I'm sitting at home all the time, I'm like, oh, look at all the things that other people are doing. And that feeling of FOMO that like starts to overwhelm me again. So one of the things I really struggle with is really learning to have that balance.
1: Yeah. The thing about spreading yourself too thin is that you're half investing yourself in everything. Yeah. That's what it is in the worst, spreading yourself too thin. You're not fully there because you're not capable to be fully there all the time, all the Mm -hmm. time. You know what I mean? So balls are dropped and you're trying to do too many things at once. Therefore, something has to give. Mm -hmm. And what gives is the quality of time you spend with somebody because your mind's so onto the next thing and you're planning the next thing because you're trying to keep up. You're trying to show face. But there's too much of it all of at one time. Like you can still do all those things, but it doesn't all have to be at one mm-hmm. time. You know how they say like everything in moderation. Yeah. No matter what, there's always going to be someone that's disappointed. And in your case, in my case, it's ourselves. Yeah. We put ourselves last in all these scenarios, and. I feel like the sacrifice is your health, mm-hmm. but you're still doing what you want to do. That I think that's the thing with you. That's why it's hard for you to give up something. Mm-hmm. And, you, and it's not even the mindset of giving it up because you're not really giving it up. You're just prioritizing. What are your actual goals that you're trying to hit? Because if you're trying to do all of it at once it's not going to be as successful as you want it to be because you're spitting yourself too thin or else you wouldn't be doing this episode.
0: Yeah, and I think that I've always been like this, like digging into my childhood. I always prioritized my friends over myself because of that, my grades suffered. I think sometimes I even used it as a distraction from the things that I had to deal with because it was so much easier dealing with other people's stuff. But as I'm growing up, I'm starting to realize I need to build that consistency. And in order to build that consistency, I need to prioritize. You're right. Even a couple of weeks ago, Christine and I, you know, you kind of sat me down and you were like, hey, <laughs> like, I know that you, this podcast means a lot to you. But at the same time, you're doing so many things that you're kind of half assing everything. I
1: called her out on some of the things that because what she was saying, what she wanted to do her actions weren't matching that in the entire... It's like, we're not going to accomplish all those things based off of how much we're putting in right now. Like, what are our priorities Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. for this podcast and what we want to do in the future? Because you're saying you want to do all these things, which I agree. I want to get there Mm -hmm. too. But our actions aren't backing that up. So let's take a moment and self-reflect. Of all these things, we can grow horizontally as much as we want. But if we want to go vertically, we have to prioritize certain things.
0: Yeah, and... I really appreciated that. I mean, you know, it was a hard conversation for both of us to have. It was. Yeah. I think that I came out of it like I knew that Christine had my best intentions. And so I think that that's when I really needed to self-reflect. There's this Cantonese saying, it's called tamwan, which means basically like to play. And my mom has always called me that, like my whole life. She's like, oh, you just always like to play. And I think that that's something that's carried into my adulthood. But I really needed to take that time to self-reflect, to be like, look, it took Christine and I so long to get to this time of creating this podcast and building that consistency. That's something that the both of us have struggled with so much.
1: Well, it's also like following through that we would always talk about it and then we drop the ball. Yeah. And that was one of the things where talking to Regina and then for me, too, it's like you want to spend more time working on the branding of our content but you have to give that time mm-hmm. and take it away from something else that you're doing yeah. versus just piling on more and more. You you set these goals, but you're not making the time for it. Therefore, yeah, that's where the sacrifice comes in. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, it is saying no to the dinner that yeah. you wanted to go to, but mm-hmm. that's what it means to put in that time for something that you're working towards your own goals that you want to do.
0: Yeah, and that's where I have to calm my tamwan spirit <laughs> <laughs> and be like, all right, you know, this podcast means so much to me and it's everything that I said that I was working towards. And if that's the matter of the fact, then I need to give it that time. I can't continue to be going to all these dinners and going to all these shows if I haven't essentially, quote unquote, completed my homework. So that's something that I really struggle with when it comes to spreading myself thin, where it's just that I want to do everything and I'm excited. I'm, I'm very easily excitable, if you can't tell. <laughs> like I just get excited very easily about everything. And so I think that it's really taking that time to myself to really creating a schedule of like, all right, in a week, that's seven days, five of those days, I'm at work eight hours a day. So how many of those nights realistically, can I go out? How many of those nights do I need to take to myself to like go work out or just mindlessly watch TV and give myself a break? And how many of those nights will I be working on this podcast? And so this is something that I'm still working on where it's like, all right, in a week of seven days, how do I structurally be there for my friends while also doing all the things that I want to do for my own personal growth?
1: I think that's super important. And I mean, you know me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to quote Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) She has said a quote where every consequence is a result of a deliberate decision that you made. I mean, yeah, there are things that happen to us that are beyond our control, but you made a decision that contributed to that. So a lot of times I'll be like, "Ugh, I'm not any closer to getting where I wanted to be. This year has been a lot of me saying that. And when I really look back, it's like, well, yeah, where's my time going? I'm deliberately making decisions that are not contributing to my growth yeah. and forward momentum. And I really have to take a hard look at myself instead of just like, Meh, things aren't happening. It's like, well, yeah, I'm not staying consistent like Regina said to things. And I think the consistency and grinding it out is a lesson that I'm learning now that I'm doing things on my own. Because when you're at a job, you know what's expected of you. You know how to you know, work hard and do all that. But then that's the whole part of this whole entrepreneur, creative, life that we're pursuing where there's no one there to tell you exactly what you need to do mm-hmm. you figure it out for yourself and mm-hmm. if the input isn't there then there's no output yeah. that's what i'm learning about myself as well too
0: Yeah. And, you know, I'm speaking very specifically about doing this podcast just because that's my experience. But I think that when I went into this, I thought it would be a lot easier than it actually is. (laughs) Not to say that I thought that this was going to be easy, but there's so so much, much there's so much time and, you know, thought that goes into everything that we do and everything that we plan. I think I wasn't expecting it. Especially since when starting this podcast, I was really sick and tired of hearing myself say the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to do the
1: things that I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I think some of the signs that I noticed that you're spreading yourself too thin, because I think you don't really know until you're in it. (laughs) Actually, you don't even know until a lot of times you're burnt out. That you're like, oh, I'm trying to do too much, right? Mm -hmm. And some of the signs that I noticed that I had been spreading myself too thin before was I would be so exhausted that going out and doing anything social would be like a chore. I felt like I was like the opposite of Regina where <laughs> I wanted to be there and celebrate moments with people or have catch up and, mm-hmm. but I was so tired that I just felt like oh one more thing that I have. oh, I have to go get ready or mm-hmm. I really prefer to just stay at home in my PJs but I have to go out and be social. And then I was super stressed all the time. It started off having like unhappy moments and then those unhappy periods of time started to extend longer and longer until I realized I was an unhappy person Mm. and that was the last thing I wanted to be but I realized that because I was trying to do too much that I was just unhappy at the end Mm -hmm. and one of the most important things that life has forced me to pay attention to is my health my body was telling me to rest All the time. I was exhausted. I wasn't staying hydrated. I wasn't eating the right things. And I refused to listen. I just ignored it. It was like the invincibility thing that Regina was talking about. I was just like, no, it's fine. I got this. Yeah, like I'll just eat a quick thing and be on the go and whatever. I have too many things I have to do. And ultimately, my body broke down. It literally broke down. And I just didn't do the things that really made me happy, whether big or little. I concentrated too much on... Overcompensating for other people. I realized that looking back now, my motivation for spending myself too thin, I did it because I was trying to prove something. And I said this before in a past episode of selfish versus selfless. Trying to say yes to everybody was because I was trying to prove my worth because I didn't see my own worth. And I always felt that I wasn't anything special. My skills, anyone could do. I didn't think I was particularly talented or skilled. I wasn't particularly funny. I didn't add any particular value that nobody else can add. So I did the best thing that I could do as a person which is to overcompensate. (laughs) (laughs) I felt I had to fill a need for people for them to realize that oh when Christine's not there oh what am I going to do with myself? Mm-hmm. And that was my way of proving myself. So I put myself last. I put everyone else first. And I wasn't working towards my dreams. I was daydreaming more than I was living in the present of doing things that would work towards my dreams. Even though I was working, quote unquote, my dream job, I realized my priorities and goals changed within the company, that that's no longer what I really wanted to do. But yeah, I was so exhausted from doing everything else. I didn't take the time to do the little things that would work towards my own personal goals. And like I said, it just got set aside. And the thing
0: about that is that even though we were physically present you weren't mentally present yes during this time like I do remember every once in a while you would be like oh yeah I went to that thing and then the other thing and then the other thing like you weren't in it you were just going through the motions of physically being there for other people but you end up absorbing their pain and their frustration without really being able to have an outlet for your own you're just taking that on and you're not giving yourself a release so it's kind of like a balloon it's just intaking all this air and not having a release until it explodes
1: which Just something that kind of happened to you and your health. That's how I burnt out. My body gave out and I sunk into this depression. All these things that happened is because I didn't take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And my job was to think about issues before they became issues. So my mind was constantly thinking about what could go wrong and trying to stay ahead of the game and to be everything to everyone. So when I wasn't at work, I was a best friend, I was a sister, I was a daughter, I was a girlfriend, I was a dog mama, (laughs) trying to be all these things for all these people. And I was just drifting from day to day. It was almost like robotic. I just realized I was missing the point to life, which is to enjoy my time and to take a deep breath and be present. We always talk about that being present. And I just was trying to get through the day. I was just like, you know what? Let's wrap up this project. Oh my God, I'm dreading the next project that's coming up. Why? Because my heart wasn't in it. And my heart wasn't in it when I was spending time with family because I'm like, oh, shoot, I have to go back and work on this thing. Everything was like a thing. Everything ended up being more of a burden than something that you enjoyed. Exactly. So what have you learned and implemented in your life now that you realize you've been spending yourself too thin?
0: I think prioritizing is really the number one thing that I've seen a difference in. After we had that talk, it really did occur to me like... I'm finally doing something that I said that I wanted to do for so long. And yet I'm not really giving it that time of day. It's kind of like I bought this flower and I'm really proud of it. But I'm like not letting it get sunlight. So then it can't grow and I'm not tending to it as much as I can. And it's kind of wilting in the corner. And you're like, why are you dying? Exactly. Like I wasn't giving it the love and the care and affection. And I think that that's something that I'm still working on because I get so excited about everything. And because I want to go do all of these things, I need to take a step back and say, look, if this podcast is really what I believe in and what speaks to my soul, then that's where I need to spend my time. And that's going to mean sacrificing a cool event or, you know, pushing off a dinner, but you need to make those sacrifices now in order to be successful.
1: Yeah. I think it first starts with, you have to ask yourself, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm -hmm. Like, what is your motivation? So therefore, you know what you're working towards. And then you can self-reflect and be like, are my actions going to contribute to this result that I'm looking for? And if you're motivated by proving something to someone like your parents, your friends, your peers, what are you really achieving from that? Mm -hmm. That's where the emptiness comes from because you're not doing it for yourself because you don't really know what you're getting out of it. What you're achieving is for them to be proud, mm-hmm. for them to be like, oh yeah, like I have a brother that did this, I have a sister who says, mm-hmm, but are mm-hmm. you being fulfilled by that? If you feel empty and you feel stressed, then your motivation is most likely grounded in what others think of you. Yeah. If you're motivated by, what you know fulfills you, then your results will be that because that's what you're working towards. And if you don't know what fulfills you, then that may be the time you should take to find out what does fulfill you. Mm -hmm. That's your goal to find out what Mm -hmm. makes you tick, what makes you speak with excitement. And you may not get on the first try, the consistency, you know, (laughs) you just have to keep trying, keep going at it, try different things, take risks. And it doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to quit my job, just like little things. I'm going to take this class that I've always want to take and start there. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I think a lot of people have asked
0: us in the past too, how did you find your passion or how did you find your drive? And maybe we'll do a completely separate episode on this, but I think that to us, it was easy understanding what our passion and drive was, but what was hard was executing and actually coming up with an action plan with a step-by-step method of like checklists of things that we need to do and following through. I
1: think the discovery of it wasn't direct first. Me. Mm. Like I said before, I didn't have any particular passions or skills. I just felt very average and everything, therefore nothing really stuck out. So The discovery part of it was through experience and, like I said, putting myself out there. I went to events that none of my friends wanted to go to, but I had interest (laughs) in. I didn't go in with any expectation of it being anything or resulting. Mm -hmm, I just mm -hmm. went to it because I enjoyed it. I went to a Jeremy Passion. Do you remember Jeremy Passion? Yeah. He was like a YouTuber singer, and I love his music. I love his voice. And I just wanted to go because I enjoyed it. And at that time, none of my friends really understood YouTube. And they're like, why would you go all the way to Riverside to listen to this guy like what is it you know but it answers so many questions for me where it's like regina saying she's meeting with so many women just to talk and we're not with any intention to oh let's work on something together Mm -hmm. that energy fills you and that's the part that's indescribable because those are the cookie crumb moments that i talk about where you feel like yes This feels right. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what it is or I don't know exactly how it's gonna push me forward and what I wanna do, but I know this feels right. And you're looking for those moments that reassures you that you're on the right path.
0: And I think in order to get there, yeah, going back to what Christine was saying about your beliefs and your behaviors. I remember my professor had this really great formula that he created, which was that your assumptions and beliefs must match your actions and your behaviors. So everything that you say that you want to do that you're passionate about or that you really have this gut feeling that you're meant to do, you can't do any of those things if you're constantly doing things for other people or distracting yourself. And I think that that's something that I really resonated with because I was so busy being excited by everything else that was going on in other people's lives. I wasn't giving it that time of day. I wasn't putting in the time, the effort and the focus and realizing that it takes a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of sacrifices to to really build a product that you're proud of. right? And if that's the direction that I want to go, then I need to start learning to say no. And I need to start learning to prioritize. And I need to build that consistency.
1: Yeah, because this is your life. You only have this one life, this one chance. And if you see yourself as being valuable, you see your time as being valuable, then you can start seeing how you want to spend your time. And do the things that align with your vision of who you are, who you want to be, where you want to go, and how you want to change the world. I am a firm believer, and I said this before, that everyone has a purpose. And I live my life by that. That's when I realized my life was going in the direction that I didn't want it to go because... I didn't feel like what I was doing was aligning with my purpose or fulfilling my purpose. It was fulfilling other people's purposes. And that could be my purpose at the time, right? But then when Mm -hmm. I start feeling unhappy about it, feeling stressed about it, and that becomes my life, an unhappy life, then that's a red flag to me. Mm -hmm. And that's when Mm -hmm. I realized that I have to ask for help from other people. I think that's the one thing that didn't do. I have
0: a really, really hard time with asking for help.
1: Yeah. And talk to people that are doing the things that you want to do. Ask them how they got there, their knowledge may help you get there faster and in ways that you didn't perceive and you didn't know and cut out the extras in your life. That's what I realized where I'm like, okay, <laughs> what doesn't bring me joy and adds me stress, including people? I don't have to cut them completely from my life mm-hmm. and there's like this example of, you know when you break out, you, people always say like oh, you have to start cutting down the small things and trying to pinpoint what exactly in your diet is making you break out. Mm-hmm. That's the same with your happiness and time. It's so precious. You have to treat it with respect. And if something is causing you to break out in your life, you have to figure out what that is and start cutting out that time and that energy you spend on it.
0: That's actually one of the indicators that I use to know if I'm stressed or if I'm overworking myself when I start breaking out. (laughs) I've noticed that when I wear myself too thin and I plan too many activities, I almost immediately Mm -hmm. start breaking out. And I think the reason why I use your face as an example is because you can <laughs> physically see it. You can physically see the damage that it's doing. Yeah. But when it comes to something like your mental health or your exhaustion, you feel it. So it's not as obvious until you're like completely burnt out. And if you're at your breaking point, you have gone way, way, way too far.
1: Yes, I can definitely speak from experience that where I am in life is a direct result of all these things that we're saying because I didn't take care of myself. Ultimately, at the end for me, just don't overthink it so much. Life sometimes is just about the feeling like it feels good in the moment. Enjoy it. And you take in those moments and those actually answer a lot of questions. You know, we feel like we want like a direct answer where someone's like, Regina, you are meant to be the next Oprah. You will change the world in this way. (laughs) No, it's in the subtleties in life. Just like we said about the body, it's telling you things if you listen. Life is already giving you the answers you just have to be present to hear it you have to be in the correct Mm -hmm. mindset to take it in and are you brave enough at that moment to accept it and do something about it versus i feel Mm -hmm. this way but i'm too scared to do that and i'm gonna keep doing what's Mm -hmm. comfortable for me then you get mad when life doesn't play out the way that you thought it would life is meant to be enjoyed to the day-to-day the moment to moment
0: Exactly, exactly. And I think that's a lesson that I really learned when doing the body image episode, because it took so much strength to do that episode. Even when I was doing it with you, like I had a hard time verbalizing because I had these reservations of what other people were going to think and All of the mind games that we play with ourselves. I needed to understand the greater purpose and I need to understand by doing this podcast, I'm going to have to be vulnerable. I'm going to have to talk about things that I'm uncomfortable with, but I chose to do this. And if I chose to do this, I need to give this the time of day. I need to be able to self-reflect and understand and give myself that opportunity
1: Right, right. And it was, I believe, one of our most powerful episodes because you spoke so candidly and I could put myself in your shoes, even though I didn't personally go through it. But I was like, wow. And for someone not to go through it, you feel the compassion towards other people who are going through it. It's like another perspective that opens your eyes. And That takes the vulnerability that you showed and the braveness of going there. You spoke up for the people that are too afraid to admit the truth to even themselves. And in doing so, Mm -hmm. you made them realize a lot of things about themselves and how they wanted to start living their life honestly. And so that they can reach the goals that they want to reach versus just living in denial or trying to push it aside because everyone's too scared to tell the truth.
0: Thank you for saying that. That means a lot. And, you know, a lot of that had to do with you helping me get there. And all of you guys listening in, encouraging us every step of the way, Christine and I strive to make very honest content. And this is as honest as, as we can get. So definitely the support that's come in, it's incredibly uplifting and overwhelming. And it just continued to help me prioritize this podcast and this project as something that I know that I meant to do and that I want to do. If that's what it is, then I need to be an adult about it. I need to put it first and I need to give myself that time a day to self-reflect and understand myself so that I can deliver the message that I want to get out in the best way that I can
1: yes that is everything see it does take going through it and making mistakes and living through it to be able to look back and be like wait 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 I need to stop and restructure. And that's, Mm -hmm. I think we don't allow ourselves to make mistakes and we do, we're so critical of ourselves, but we're missing the point in what it's trying to teach us and how we can be better from it. And we can only get better if we go through the tough lessons sometimes.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think it also takes some good friends along the way who have your back, who will call you out when need be. And knowing that you're investing your time in relationships that are helping you move forward It really does help the puzzle pieces fit together.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes so that you can hear
1: our lovely voices downloaded <laughs> straight to your iPhone every Tuesday. There was a comment where someone was like, I really love Regina's voice. I really think that your voice is made for radio and podcasting. You have such a
0: soothing voice. Oh my gosh, stop. I always thought that my voice was really obnoxious.
1: <laughs> like, whenever I watched videos, I was like, oh man... I I do not like the sound of my voice. No, I think one of my favorite things about you is your laugh. Your laugh always makes me laugh. It's such a addicting laugh. Thank you. As you laugh. I know.
0: But if you want to hear more of my laugh and Christine and I's giggles, be sure to tune in every Tuesday when we release a new episode.
1: We will see you guys next week. Bye.